Hello boys and girls, this is story time with Auntie Beth. We'll be traveling at Angels on the Clouds to a country far away. Now open up your wings and let us fly through the clouds. Come on, let's go. Higher, higher, a little higher. Isn't this fun? Now let's descend. Down, down, here we are now. Great job. Let's get ready for a story. Boys and girls, our story today is You Think I'm Working? Roger lived with his dad on the island of St. Thomas in the United States Virgin Island. His mom left then to go back to her country when Roger was six years old. His dad worked feverishly to provide for his son. He always told his peers that his mother took him out of school to take care of his younger siblings, and there was nothing he would not do to ensure his son got the best education, graduate from high school, go to college, and get a good job in some big-time office. With tears in his eyes, he would daydream visiting his son at his workplace. He got emotional every time he thought of his son being the successful man in the village. But Roger had no such dream. When his dad sent him to school, he usually found a way to get out to go fishing or playing on the field away from the village. He knew his dad was illiterate and would not understand the report card. Therefore, he read high marks in every subject he failed and gave positive comments where he knew his father would blow off if he knew exactly what was written by the teachers. The dad was called on many occasions to the office but could not go because he walked out of the village and when he had spare time he went to the bar with the boys or went to the games where they all exaggerated about their son's educational pursuits and achievements. One day he said, boy, you said your son is smart, but my Roger brought home his test and my eyes dazzled to see all the red correct marks on the paper. If I had money for each of these papers he brings home, I would be a multimillionaire by, by now. But the day of reckoning came to at the end of the school year. The year Roger should be sitting the national exam, a, an exam when he would graduate from high school. It was that fateful day when his friends at the bar were all boasting of how well their sons were going to perform in the coming exam. Roger's dad was speechless. He had never heard of that exam. He excused himself and rushed home. On his way, he met some of Roger's friends going towards the school with their books in hand, although it was the weekend. Where's Roger? Is he not going to school? The boys laughed. <laughs> Roger? Roger will not be doing the final exams. Didn't he tell you that he failed all his subjects? <laughs> 
Rogers' dad held his dignity and said not a word. He marched out to the house and started shouting Roger's name even before he reached the house. Roger, why are you not going to class today? I see your friends, them with their books entering the schoolyard. His look told Roger that there was no messing right now. Uh, Papa, Papa, I, I did not pass my exam, Papa. Papa, the teacher did not mark my paper. The teacher said I did not give it to him. But I know I give it to him, Papa. The teacher just doesn't like me. You want me to take you to the teacher now? Let's go. Let me make a fool of myself. Them boys at the bar already laugh at me. Your friends have already laughed at me. I'm ready for more from your teachers. Mr. John was surprised at the amount of mail which was sent to his house, but which he never received. He first heard about the phone calls which came to his house, but he did not receive. All the visits when the teachers were told that he was not home, although his old beat-up truck was parked outside. The principal and teachers were very sympathetic and tried to appease Mr. John. His one consolation was that the principal offered to join Roger in the night classes to prepare him for exam the following year. On one condition, he paid for the classes. Boy, from tomorrow, you're going to work. With the money, you are going to pay for your night school. You're going to get yourself a job. Don't mess with me no more, boy. You hear me? Early the next morning, Roger's dad led him to Mr. Walter's farm. Mr. Walter, this boy of mine formed a fool in school and cannot sit his exam. I come to ask you to give him a job so he can get money to pay for his night school so he will sit the exam next year. John, I know you for how long now. I will help your son. Boy, are you ready to work? Yes, sir. I am ready. Good. Come next morning at 7.30. Here is a bag of seeds. You will pick it up when you come. On the right side of the estate over there, you will see beds prepared for seed planting. I want you to take this stick. Push it into the soil. The soil is soft. Push it in the soil. Make a hole. Then drop three seeds into the hole. Take the stick and cover the seeds. All you have to do is to go up and down the beds. Do you understand? Yes, sir. I'll see you in the morning. Good boy. You can begin as, you, as soon as you come in. Don't wait for me, okay? Roger and his father walked back home in silence. His father had not spoken to him since he learned of his son's misdeeds. The next morning, he rudely awaked awoke um, Roger 
and said, make your breakfast now. Here is your lunch. Get out and work like a man. If you fail this time, we will see what will happen. Roger's dad dropped him at the farm. He went straight to the shed, picked up the stick and the bag of seeds and went to the beds prepared for the seeds. Roger worked for about half an hour before he got fed up. He looked around, saw no one because the shrubs hid the beds from view. Roger turned his cap around, ate his breakfast, rested for about an hour and began to work again. But again he got fed up. He looked around. It was about 11.30, so he sat and ate his lunch. After eating, he turned his cap around, stood up, stretched, and began to sing and dance a little song. You think I'm working, but I'm not. You think I'm working, but I'm not. You think I'm working, you think I'm working, you think I'm working, but I'm not. Then he lay on a bed of grass and decided to take a nap. The breeze was cool and fresh. The birds sang cheerfully. And so Roger was lulled into peaceful hours of deep sleep. When a lizard crawled over his face, he jumped up and looked around. It was late and time to go home. He was wet with perspiration. So he threw a little dirt on his face and his hands, picked up his bag and trod to the shed on his way back home. Mr. Wallace looked out and shouted, Hey, Roger, you worked hard. I can see by the way you look. Great job, my son. See you in the morning. Yes, sir. I'm dead tired. I'm just going to take a bath and hit the bed. Thank you, Mr. Wallace. Roger came back the next day and did the same thing. In fact, for the whole week and the next, Roger did the same thing. You think I'm working, but I'm not. You think I'm working, but I'm not. You think I'm working, you think I'm working, you think I'm working, but I'm not. Friday came. Mr. Wallace said, Roger, when you're coming tomorrow, bring your dad along. It's pity. Roger's dad was elated. At last he's going to make me proud, he said to himself. The next day, Roger and his dad came to Mr. Wallace's estate. He called out to them, come to my humble office. Roger, today's pity. He lifted a wad of dollars and laid them on the table in front of Walter and his, Roger and his dad. Mr. John, I know you love your boy and I want to do what is best for him. I wanted to help your boy to get enough money to pay for his classes. I promised him $10 an hour. And he worked for 10 days. So, $100 for two weeks. Roger looked at his dad and his dad smiled. But his joy was short-lived. Mr. Wallace, Wallace stood up from his chair and said, Roger, 
you come to my place with a sad story. I offered you a job with more money than I have given to any young man. You took my good seeds and instead of planting them as I told you, you threw them all over the field. You ate your food, slept for the whole day. But that's not all, Roger. The thing that really turned me off was that stupid song you kept singing. You think I'm working, but I'm not. You think I'm working after not. You think I'm working, you think I'm working, you think I'm working, but I'm not. He held up the hundred dollars and looked at Roger. And he started to dance as Roger danced. I have a surprise for you, Roger, because you think I'll pay you, but I'm not. You think I'll pay you, but I'm not. You think I'll pay you, you think I'll pay you, you think I'll pay you, but I'll not. Mr. Wallace did not finish singing before Roger's daddy rushed out the door, hands up in the air. Father, why did you give me that boy to torment my life? Roger uttered not a word, but turned to walk home to face his father's wrath. Roger did not know that his deeds would catch up with him. The Bible says, be sure your sin will find you out. Roger's evil ways caught up with him. Little did he know that Mr. Wallace was monitoring him. Little did he know that Mr. Wallace had decided to sponsor him for night classes and even help pay for his future education. Boys and girls, set your priorities right. Know what is best for you, for your future and get the blessings of positive living.